We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Tripping. I'm out of here anyway. We's there. On tomorrow's show, we will talk with Cubs manager David Ross to kick things off. We will also discuss the White Sox and Johnny Cueto's first start in Kansas City for your Southside 9. James Fegan will be on the show at 1 o'clock. There are some Cubs fans who hit me up on both Twitch and on the text line talking about like Cubs coverage. I, I didn't honestly like even get into the thing that I had written down that I wanted to talk about. I'm going to try and find some space over the next couple of days to delve into some bigger picture like Cubs stuff. So that'll be on the way for sure. For the next four hours, leading you up to Cubs pregame, because it was a 640 first pitch tonight against the Pirates, you've got Parkins and Spiegel. Hello, boys. What's up, Lawrence? How's it going, man? Things are good, man. Have you guys seen the, the softball shirts? Oh, oh, we of course exquisite big topic in our offices. Shane did a great job on these. I like the the logo. Yeah, it's a good logo. Shout out to Renali's for uh, stepping up with the sponsorship. Creative logo. Shane is talking a big game, Lawrence. He says that he will be disappointed. Doesn't expect it, but he will be disappointed if the team does not go undefeated this year. He didn't say that, really, did he? He thinks that you guys are that good. Thinks that it should be an undefeated season. Okay. I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little, I'm a little worried. The awkward, the force out of manager Lynn Bramer, I think, is ugly. Um, and I'm just, I'm concerned. A lot of new pieces. It's a lot of new pieces. Chemistry could be an issue. Is everybody, everybody gonna be happy? I don't know. Vibes. Babe. Is Shane gonna? Is he gonna play everybody? Or is it gonna? You know, no. no. So it's going to be a meritocracy? Like only the best will play and then people can show up to the game and then sit the whole nine? I don't know, Lawrence. What do you think? What are your concerns? I don't have any. Look, I, I am I am the Albert Pujols of this team. Like A first I'm, ballot Hall of Famer? I'm, yeah. I'm I'm just happy to, to have a spot mm-hmm. and whatever they need me to do, I'll do. So tonight, Shane is going to put me at shortstop because we don't have one. Yeah, shortstop's getting married. It's kind of a yeah. Well, sort of a rough and go, and he's also injured. So, oh yeah, there's that too. He broke his foot, mm. but there's relief on the way next week. So he needs someone to play shortstop today. So that'll be me, unfortunately. But next week, if you have to be the short center, is probably where I'll go or right field. Look at that team player though. He's lining up at shortstop. You could, you still got it. Hey, Andrelton Simmons finished the game for the Cubs this weekend. 
You know? He did. He did. I'm excited. Like, I, I think that this is really cool. This is a very cool logo that, that Shane put together, and I've got it for the people on Twitch, if twitch.tv slash Chicago 670 score. It is a 9 o'clock game, though. That's a little... Like I'm, I'm, I'm Sounds ready exhausting. to go. I'd be ready to go to bed. Yeah, you know, you know what I love about the t-shirts. Um, Shane made a couple extras. There's a Tannehill t-shirt with a number eighty-three. Nice, which is a nice touch. And he made Ruben a shirt. He made the bad boy a shirt. Hey, Ruben, Ruben played a big role in our uh, success for most of that championship game. <laughs> <laughs> the most. I mean, we that played, is kind. We played an extra inning game. Yeah, you played well, and we were and we were right there. Yeah. And, and Ruben, Ruben set set a good tone. Yeah, He's man. like, uh, is it the young lady's name Kayla, who who was catching all of the 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 shots that were down the line this weekend at White Sox, where they now have like a, a video montage of the great plays she's made she, over the last two years. That's what Ruben was for us. That's tremendous. Well, he really enjoyed the highs and lows of an entire softball game. Not a season. I don't know if he could handle a season. No. But. no. <laughs> a little but young for a full season. I will say, though, that like we were talking about last week, it's a different vibe at the park, like at Mozart Park that I actually think that Ruben would enjoy maybe even a little bit more than kind of the bigger thing that was happening in the championship game at the Softball Hall of Fame. Uh, okay, so Mozart, you guys are at Mozart over there in, um, off a of division, right? Off Armitage. Oh, off Armitage, okay. Yep, like Armitage and Kedzie-ish. That's, yeah, yeah. Pulaski-ish. All right, beautiful. Well, good to know. Good to know. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll definitely get out there for a game. Very excited. Yeah, not guys. tonight because it's 9 o'clock. <laughs> yeah, it's no, that's not happening. It's a little late. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. But uh, other than that, it's a good 7 o'clock game. Yeah, get a good sweat on mm-hmm. when it gets a little warmer. Solid. Sounds good, man. Uh, fun weekend. Like, really disappointing with the results of Game 7 in the oh. in the NBA. Like, Yeah, both of them. I was psyched for a double Game 7 day. And they were both uh, both blowouts. And, and it was looking like when you're watching Milwaukee and Boston, the way that Giannis started off that game. Like, he's he's such an amazing player. It felt like he could have 40, 20, 10, and 5. Yep. Based on the first quarter. What was he, 10, 8, and 6 in the first quarter? Something stupid yeah. like that? And yeah. ended up shooting, what, 10 for 26, though? I yeah. Think something like that. It's funny. I, I texted you, Danny, during the game, but it was really, it was the three of us, Lawrence, Talking about it last week, saying like, boy, yeah, it's all wide open, but we kind of all thought Milwaukee was going to pull it together and win. And, you know, credit to the Celtics, really winning game six there in Milwaukee, man. After the the way the game five went down with Marcus Smart getting bottled up by Drew Holiday twice, I'm thinking, well, that's it. That's the game we'll look back on. Did not see this coming. Yeah, game six was incredible. Just like to, to beat Giannis when he had that type of performance – um, and then give you a game seven on your home court was awesome. I just, I didn't really see a blowout coming. I, I do think the Middleton loss, right? Like it doesn't make up for a, you know, getting 20 balled or whatever the final score ended up being, but Milwaukee's just not the same, you know, like Giannis had to do too much. He, Middleton is an excellent valve release. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where he's able to do stuff off the ball or on the ball to, to create shots and it opens things up in a way that they didn't have that. And the complimentary pieces for the Bucks are still pretty good. Like, you know what was amazing? I don't know if anyone talked with Pat Connaughton about this, but he did it twice inside of this series and once in the series against the Bulls. 
where he caught the ball above his head and went right into the shooting motion. It was amazing, like, beautiful basketball. Like, a a guy that clearly shoots a lot, him getting passes that were a little too high Hmm. and still converting them into three-point shooting. He's very skilled and very athletic. And so his injury, you know, last year, it was pretty impressive that they overcame it. But I I think the without Middleton, it's the guys like, all right, Grayson Allen's having a bad shooting night, but they still feel like they have to play him. To, to space the floor, right? right. Like, like, if if Grayson's having a bad game and you have Middleton, Grayson just sits. Like, George Hill doesn't have to play. Yeah. You, you know, and because he doesn't have much utility <laughs> out there. You know, so like George Hill, like, Bobby Portis doesn't have to play if he's forcing too much offensively. And Bobby had some great moments in this series, but not a very good, nobody had a good game seven uh, for them. You know, but like, I think it's those guys that just think, Bud was like kind of forced to play all of them, and then none of them played well. And role players just generally don't play as well on the road. I mean, that was more evident in the the Dallas Phoenix series. That was like a historic discrepancy between home and road. But first quarter looked great, and then second quarter on, it was like nobody on the Bucks played well. It was, it was man. And then I don't know if you guys felt the same way. I heard Dan say that like. Him and Jason were talking about uh, that they didn't even need to watch the Suns game. Oh, I, I I enjoyed watching that. I not only did I enjoy it, I was it, I couldn't look away. Yeah, there were, there were four blowouts in that series, though. So as I've been prioritizing things these past couple of weeks. I fully admit I have not prioritized that series because every time I have checked in with the game, it's been headed towards a blowout often in either direction. So, but but there I, were but there I, were two things though, Speaks inside of this one: how badly Phoenix played and kept playing for the whole game, and how great Luca was. Yeah, no, for for sure. But I'm saying, like, in terms of emotional investment in that series, mine was at was very very low in terms of a national series. Just, I, I mean, I I, can't, I definitely thought that Phoenix was just going to pull it together and win the series at some point, and they were obviously out in front early and then did not. But you know, every time I tuned in, it was it was a blowout, and then I, I could not believe last night I didn't get a chance to tune into that game until like late second. I'm like, what is that score? Right? What the hell is that? What is that double up score how that's that, on my screen how is right that now? Even possible for a 60 plus win team that went to the finals last year? When, when you're you're at the eight minute mark, I think in the third quarter, and they barely had 30 points. Same. Yeah, it was. Luca had 27 in the first half. Phoenix had 27 in the first half. <laughs> and and through six games, it was they showed the graphic. It was the second biggest discrepancy for like home teams winning. You know, like like the game Phoenix won games one, two, and five uh-huh. by a crazy number, and Dallas won games three, four, and six all by crazy numbers. And like in the history of the NBA playoffs, any round, it was the widest margin of home teams winning. So there, like, to your point, no close games. Yeah. And so when you compare that, like how the first six games went, to the second thing that you just said, which was this wasn't a fluky one seed. They were a 64-win team coming off of a Western Conference championship last year mm-hmm. that took the Bucks to six. For them to be down 46 points mm-hmm. at home, it's one of the most surprising individual sports outcomes that I can remember seeing. 
And, and every it, shot it seemed to be no worse. So, something is something was clearly wrong on the interior DNA of that batch. I mean, you don't to have a no show to that level, and then have Aiton and Monty Williams unhappy with each other, and Chris Paul saying, "Well, you know, I've been hurt the whole time afterwards, and all that crap." Yeah, after great games earlier in the series, so I'm not I'm not buying the CP3 stuff. I Me think neither. He, I think he might be slowing down with fatigue and age or right. something. He, like, he might be sore, but I don't know if he's hurt. Right, but like, do you guys have... I, I've been thinking about it a lot, and I don't have a good one. Uh, you have a comp for a no-show like that? Because I called it a choke on Twitter, and that's not even like exactly right. Because choke is 28-3, to three, right? You, you show up. You have it, and you blow it. It's the no-show and the never-show. Like you, They never even made a charge And to it was get out of back. nowhere. It was out of nowhere. How about Peyton Manning versus the Legion of Boom? Like That was a straight-up no-show in the Super Bowl. It was. It, yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm with you. Like, Danny... That bleep was jarring last I, night, and that's why I couldn't stop watching it. Because you're like, aren't y'all going to do anything? Like, mm. something? And it became hilarious because Luca He was laughing his ass off yesterday. He deserved it. In the second quarter. Like, it, like he was taking a victory lap. He sure was. On Devin Booker, a top 25 player in the league. In the second quarter of the game. On the road in just game seven. On his home floor, just <laughs> smiling in his face, taunting him, laughing at him, pointing at him, going at him. Well, but hey, it, he, he was taunting them when he came out in the second half, like, oh, y'all ain't got nothing to say now, huh? Yeah, it was that was an, it was also an all-time trash talk gone wrong moment because they called it the Luca special. They trash talked Luca. Booker snatched the ball out of his hands. And then they were apparently talking a bunch of trash after game five when they won by 30. And the camera and the microphone caught Luca walking off the court saying, Everyone talks tough when they're up, talking tough when you're up. Hmm. And he knew they were going home for game six. And they won the next two games by a combined like 65 points. It, it's similar. <laughs> You've had two of them in the last week in the, in the NBA. Where you had Steph be like, oh yeah, whoop that trick. And then they came out in that game against Memphis. And Memphis was like, oh yeah? How about you whoop this trick? Now they ended up winning the series. But it was hilarious that you had Steph, who does talk a lot of trash, having to eat crow there in Memphis. And him and Draymond, I think, embracing it and making it even more fun as they're celebrating with the Memphis fans after getting their asses whooped last Friday. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It, it is. It is. That is a similar uh, thing that happened, and it's what makes the NBA great. Like, there's no helmets. The fans are so close. You you hear a lot of the trash talk. It's such a social media league that inevitably the social media spills over. All of the other stars watch the games. So John Morant is tweeting during the game mm-hmm. last night saying that the Suns look shook. Like it, it, so you really get inside like the psyche of these players. And I, it's an all time no show. What Phoenix did last night. You know, all it, time. It, it's funny. It's hard to even make a baseball comp, but I do remember when the Red Sox came back from 3 1, or sorry, 3 0 on the Yankees in 2004. Are you thinking game six? No, game seven. 
You remember, like, Red Sox jumped out 6 nothing. Johnny Damon at a grand That's slam right. early. Yeah. And the Yankees just completely never showed. They lost Game 7 at home in the ALCS to the team that had been a nail to their hammer for decades. They lost that game 10-3 to and just were absolutely never in it from the get-go. So yeah. that's one that pops to mind. Because that, you're right. It's a complete and utter no-show. It's not a choke. It's like, here we go. What you got? Oh, nothing. Okay, this is we over. Got, we got nothing. Yeah. For two, like, the way that they were treating Chuck, too, at halftime, oh, my God. It was it was really great television. At one point, Shaq put on a cowboy hat and, and put paper in his cheek like it was chew oh, and started God. talking with a Dallas accent like all of it yesterday like I couldn't stop watching it I was having so much fun Did you see the crossover that happened last week though and also by the way the Pedro Martinez plunked Shaq in the TBS studio <laughs> did he oh, yeah. I, I missed that yeah one. To, get, to get them back everybody you know? did yeah <laughs> Because it was a national baseball broadcast. Well, look, look, they brought the basketball guys in because they needed to have fun and relax. That's what they needed. So the baseball yeah, but when, guys. But when the baseball them. guys came into inside the NBA, that's called the NBA guys needed the baseball. They did guys. not. They did not. That was just a segment that was fun that people saw. God, would you just the, bite me already? The, the basketball oh guys went on the baseball God. show, and Jesus. I believe you that you're telling the truth, bite but no early. one really knows. Bite me late, bite, all day. You can just bite me all day. Happy Monday. Uh, Texter saying Bucks over Chiefs in the Super Bowl was a Chiefs no show. No, that's different. Like that was you were dominated by the other team. There was and, injuries. And, a ma- there was a matchup problem. And, and honestly, like Patrick Mahomes was heroic in that game. Right. Oh yeah, just the, the, he was nothing. heroic. The, the Suns. I mean, the margin of victory in the Suns' home games in that series were seven, twenty, and thirty. Like they dominated their three home games. And then they lost Game 7 at home by 33 points and never led. We're never up 2-0 in the game. And we're down by 46 at one point and scored 27 in the first half. I've, I've never seen anything like it. Could not look away. It was like a, like a four-quarter car crash that happened last night. And now, you, anyone want to bet against Luka? He's a 2-1 to one underdog against the Warriors. Anyone want to bet against who on the Warriors is guarding Luca? Well, it's supposed to be Clay. Yeah, I don't know if Clay's healthy this, enough. This version of Clay, He's I don't not. think, is a, a good choice. Wiggins, probably because at least there you have some athleticism that you can throw at him. And I imagine they'll switch off Draymond on him too. Yeah, but I just I don't know. I don't think Draymond's fast enough, and I don't no. think Wiggins is strong it's enough. Interesting hey, Luca. I mean, Luca. Luca's vision is so good that so many of those passes out of his double teams or out of his like triple move post ups that he's so slow doing. But then the vision is so good. I just wonder if Kerr is going to design something defensively, get in some passing lanes, and kind of screw things up. It's Ron a better Adams. coach. Ron yep. Adams designing something. That's exactly right. Steve yeah. Kerr and his assistant Ron Adams, a great defensive assistant. Like them with Draymond and the way that they can think about the game. I, I could see them being smarter than Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Think about what we have now. Like we, we have a we have a great coach in Miami. We have a, an up and coming coach in Boston. Yeah. And Jason Tatum kind of rising to the the occasion of this series and being like, no, I'm not just good. I'm really good, and I might be the next superstar in this league. Watching him do that 
watching the way that that Williams played defense against Giannis and then came up with some big buckets, it I don't know how well watched it's going to be with these four teams in it, but I know as someone who loves ball, I'm looking forward to seeing all of it. Oh yeah, it's gonna it's all great. Because man, we're in a weird era of the NBA. Um and we can talk about it a bit with Jason Goff, who will be in studio at three o'clock. Like it, it, it's been wide open for a few years now. Like it, it hasn't always felt wide open, you know, because the Warriors were still intact. Uh, and LeBron is out there. And, and then the Nets put their thing together. So like preseason, the narrative hasn't been that it's been wide open. Yeah. But by the postseason, the last <sighs> few and, and the like COVID weirdness and bubble weirdness, like the last few years of the NBA have been pretty wide open, and we're going to get a new champion again this year. Yeah, and I wonder how much of it is because um, the for the proliferation of the three-point shot and the volatility that that brings on a game-to-game basis. The Bucks shot four for 33 yesterday from three-point land, yeah. and the Celtics shot 22 of 55, including the guy you mentioned, Grant Williams, going seven of 18 in the historic performance. I mean... It's like, and this is where the Bulls obviously have to jump up dramatically and improve the roster from a three-point volume and availability uh, and and percentage perspective. But man, as long as you got you're shooting this many threes, I mean, even the great teams, you have an off day. Toast. Well, Grant Williams, that was a weird one to watch yesterday because they just clearly said, "You beat us. We are leaving you open. We are helping off of you." And he started terribly. I think I think he started one of five or one of six, and then he just kept shooting. They were just like, no, 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 just just keep shooting, and he ended up being a big part of the reason uh, that they that they won the game. But uh, yeah, crazy weekend. I wish the games were closer. I know the hockey game sevens uh, were were both exciting, but doesn't do the same for me as uh, the basketball does. Obviously, we have a ton on the baseball weekend that was Lawrence we will be starting with a specific though from White Sox Yankees and the messaging that came out of it because it's insightful uh going forward like I said Jason Goff in studio talking hoops and more at three o'clock Speaks called it national hot takers or otherwise getting me all hot and bothered over Justin Fields opinions uh that are out They're there coming for in, you directly in, in May oh yeah man Okay. Two thousand word piece on football outsiders that the Bears have given up on Justin Fields. Football outsiders in in May. Oh yeah, it's out there, and this is wow. not like a hot take guy. This is a it yeah yeah just published a few hours ago. Mike Tanier. Oh my! The Bears have abandoned Justin Fields. They've given up on him. Obviously, I've abandoned my boy for the Peterman. I <laughs> no, no, I, no I don't think it's for the Peterman. I think it's for. The next QB one to oh. be to be named. Okay, Dalton, yeah, he makes Dalton's the case. Coming back. Yeah, so weird day, but uh, and of course the return of Odyssey softball. Shane is in absolute denial about something not related to softball that we will get to. I said something absolutely idiotic on television over the weekend. Oh, we were talking about we Dan and I during transition. You were going with the top button swag. Was that an homage to Speaks? It was an homage to I don't have a good collar, like a, a button-down shirt. I need to update my button-down shirt situation 
and they don't so want you to wear a tie. Of, newer type oh, of button okay, down so shirt situation. Okay, so they don't want you to wear a tie. They, they, All right. They say no tie, and then I don't have like custom button-down shirts, and so I don't love how the, the collars hang on the ones that I do have with just the collar stays. It's okay. You can come with me to Top Button Swag. So I've swag been doing land. the Top Button Swag, and I, I, I mocked it years ago. I did. I admitted I mocked it years ago, and I didn't know what else to do. Yeah, because so yeah, I, I, I actually said, like, if you're going to go dress shirt, top button button then you might as well put on a tie but i didn't know that they had an edict of don't wear a tie they want no ties which is funny given what the original edict was so it's interesting Uh so you mocked a style years ago and you might be coming around i chose that style (laughs) in 1989 and have refused to buckle to move on it's it's been a while while. but it's coming back i'm I'm staying committed it keeps cycling back that's exactly right so that's that's uh, exactly right. that's exactly right. But yeah, so oh, so I so I looked funny and said something funny. So we we got the, the double header uh, for my TV appearance, and you know uh, we're gonna hang out. That's what we're gonna do. Boys, sounds like you got yourselves a great show ready. I'll be listening. Have yourselves a time. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you, sir. All right, Lawrence, and I should mention another one of our teammates uh, who's going into the Hall of Fame will join us in the four o'clock hour as well. Tanny's open kicks us off on a Monday. Park at the Spiegel on the score. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.